Hello and welcome. I'm Roseanne and I'm your host and guide on this, the Chakra Way Meditation Podcast. Now, I have had a request from a listener. Happy days at last. So thank you very much for getting in touch. And the request was for a meditation for empaths and how to clear other people's energy. So whether you're an empath or not, we can all do with knowing how to protect ourselves from external energies that invade us. There are several ways that we can do this. And so today is not quite a meditation, but more of a flow of ideas that can help with self-compassion, with protecting the self from other people's emotions, from taking on the weight of the world. And this is something I feel that we all need from time to time. And this request takes us nicely to an aspect of the Anahata or heart chakra, and it is this, empathy. Empathy can be somewhat of a double-edged sword. We all, we need and we want empathy so that we can connect with the world around us, with people, with nature, with animals, so that we can comprehend, deepen our understanding of the human condition and in turn help and support the people, nature and animals around us. However, there are many people who feel empathy very deeply to the extent that they absorb the feelings, moods and emotions of those around them. And this can be exhausting and overwhelming. And in extreme circumstances, it makes engaging with the world a really difficult thing to do and takes a toll on emotional well-being. Even if you're not an empath, you will sometimes feel another person's energy drag you in a direction that is not your own. So today we're going to work on finding ways of clearing other people's energies from your own and protecting, protecting yourself from other people's energies. That's where we need to begin really with that protection. So firstly, we're going to think about turning your empathy into a superpower by reflecting empathy back in on yourself. As an empath, you are feeling everything that others around you feel, and in turn, you are compassionate. And now what we want to do is turn that compassion in on the self. And this can be really challenging, but it is the thing that we need to do. And whether you are an empath or not, these techniques for engendering self-compassion are really useful, really wonderful. And we all need to treat ourselves like we would treat our best friend. So let's start by recalling an occasion when you have taken on the energy of somebody else. So if you were in conversation with this person, I have no doubt that you comforted them. You used kind words, you soothed, you almost certainly listened attentively and took some kind of action, if if only just words to try and help that other person. This is a, a common trait of the of your everyday empath, is that they are going to try to help because they feel that compassion so deeply. The alternative is that you may have blocked out, you may have drowned out the distress of the other somehow, suppressed the reality. So now turn this in on yourself. If you are feeling distress or anxiety, how do you deal with that? Do you block it out? Do you stuff it down? Do you drown it out by distracting yourself? 
Or do you treat yourself like a friend by being compassionate to yourself? Do you acknowledge and notice your suffering and then be as kind and caring in response to that suffering as you would be to a friend? So notice how you would treat a friend who is feeling this way and notice the difference between how you treat that other and how you treat yourself. And when you are feeling the suffering of others, one really useful technique is to name that feeling, acknowledge the moment of suffering. You know, this hurts. Say to yourself, this is a moment of suffering. It hurts. Ouch. This is stress. This is painful. And in doing this, you are practicing mindfulness, naming the feelings and emotions that are running through you allows you to step back and become more of an observer to gain perspective and see that these feelings are maybe not yours. And then finding acceptance in this by acknowledging the wider picture that suffering is part of life, that other people feel this way, that you are not alone, that we all have struggles. And this wonderful sense of common humanity, in this moment, you recognize that you are feeling the pain and the suffering of others. And you can be mindful of the emotions and the feelings that you are having, except that this is the common suffering of humanity. And then most importantly, ask yourself, what do I need to hear right now to express kindness to myself? Now, in this moment, you can find an affirmation that sits right with you and speaks to your particular situation. So here's a a range of different angles that you can come at. For example, um, may I give myself the compassion that I need? Uh, These feelings are merely temporary. These feelings do not belong to me. I am not my thoughts. I accept myself as I am. I forgive myself. I am strong and patient. You know, what would you say to a friend? Then say it to yourself and most of all, mean it. So in these moments when you need to protect yourself from the deep empathy that you're feeling, Finding a grounding technique that works for you can also be really useful to just bring yourself back to the reality that these are not your feelings, that you are taking on somebody else's emotions. And a grounding technique can be something as simple as picking up a physical object in your hands, a rock, a crystal, an object that has some meaning to you. And really focus into it, feel its texture, its temperature, its weight, and use this thing to ground yourself, to bring yourself back to yourself. Next, we want to notice what the inner dialogue is doing. And this is huge. Noticing and working on the inner dialogue is something that everybody, whether you're an empath or not, really needs to work on. So noticing your inner dialogue, are you being kind to yourself or are you berating yourself for feeling this way? Remember that your inner child is listening. Would you talk to a child this way? Probably not. So shift your inner voice towards kindness and turn your compassion inwards. 
So I've found, well, I've, I've, I've actually done this, this exercise before as a two chair dialogue. But as I was researching this, I found one, which is a three chair dialogue, which I think is, it works really well. And it's an exercise modeled on the two chair dialogue, um, which was developed and studied by the Gestalt therapist, Leslie Greenberg. Now in this exercise, you sit in different chairs to help get in touch with different, often conflicting parts of yourself, experiencing how each aspect feels in the present moment. So to begin with, you put out three empty chairs in a sort of triangular arrangement. And next, you you bring to mind something that is an issue that often troubles you, something that often elicits harsh criticism within yourself. So you're going to designate one chair as the voice of your inner self-critic. One chair is the voice of the part of you that feels judged, that feels criticized. And one chair as the voice of a wise, compassionate observer. And you are going to be role playing all three parts of yourself, you, you and you. And yes, you may feel a bit silly at first, but you will also surprise yourself at what comes out when you really start letting your feelings flow freely. So take a chair in the, uh, sit down in the chair of the self-critic to begin with and think about the issue that is within you that frequently comes up. And as you take your seat, express out loud what that self-critical part of you is thinking and feeling. For example, it could be, I hate the fact that you aren't self-assertive. I hate the fact that you are such a wimp and that you back down. Okay. Notice the words, the tone of voice of that self-critical part of yourself. And also, how is it feeling? Is it feeling worried or angry or self-righteous or exasperated? Notice how your, notice how your body posture is. Is it sort of strong and rigid and upright? Um, Just notice what emotions are coming up for you as you express yourself as your self-critic. Okay, then you move across to the chair of the criticized aspect of yourself. Try to get in touch with how you feel about being criticized in this way. And then verbalize how you feel, responding directly to your inner critic. So you're staring at that chair, which is now empty, but that was where the critic was sitting. For example, you can say, I feel so hurt by you, or I feel so unsupported. Just speak whatever comes into your mind, again, noticing the tone of your voice. Is it sad or discouraged? Is it childlike, scared, helpless? You know, what is your body posture like again? So notice how your body's responding. Are you slumped, frowning, facing downwards? So conduct a dialogue between these two parts of yourself for a while, switching back and forth between the chair of the criticizer and the criticized. Really try to experience each aspect of yourself so each knows how the other feels. Allow each to fully express its views and be heard. And then you're going to move to the chair of the compassionate observer and call upon your deepest wisdom, your higher self, the wells of your care and concern, and address both the critic and the criticized. And what does your compassionate self say to the critic? What insights does it have? This is going to be very interesting, because for example, it could say, you sound very much like your mother, (laughs) or I see that you're really scared, and that you're trying to help me so I don't mess up. 
So what does your self-compassionate self say to the criticized part of yourself? Then it might say, this must be so incredibly difficult for you to hear this harsh judgment day after day. I see that you're hurting. or I can see all you want is to be accepted for who you are. So as you speak, as the compassionate observer, you know, really try to relax into it, really open your heart, soften and open your heart and see what words of compassion naturally spring forward. What is the tone of your voice? It's most likely it's going to be tender and warm and gentle. What is your body posture like? How do you feel within your body? You're more likely to be feeling balanced and centered and relaxed. So once the dialogue finishes, just reflect on what has happened. It might be useful to take some notes. And because you will certainly have some new insights into how you treat yourself and where your patterns come from and have new ways of thinking about how you can be more supportive of yourself, more compassionate, more understanding. So I'm an, I love this exercise. I think it's really beautiful. You know, as you, as you think about what you've learned, you can then set your intention to relate to yourself in a kinder, healthier way in the future. You know, what you need to do is to listen to the voice that's already there, even if it's a bit hidden, but that wise compassionate self is there. Once we have worked on self-compassion, we can use other, a few other techniques to protect ourselves from the invasion of external energies. And I tend to believe that visualization is usually really readily available to the empath because they live very much in their upper chakras, um, you know, especially the third eye chakra, which is this um, intuition. And it also is visualization. So visualization comes easily to your average everyday empath. So we're going to use that to your advantage. And when you are entering into a situation where you're going to feel, where you're scared that you're going to be bombarded with external energy that you don't want to take on, then it's as simple as creating a glass wall or a bubble around you. Imagine that whilst you can see people and you can see their emotions, their emotions cannot penetrate the glass of your bubble. You are safe within it. And I think it's best to try this simple situation, this out in simple situations like going to the supermarket, for example, where you don't actually have to interact with too many people and then take it with you into more challenging situations. You know, some people find that even going into just a crowded space where you don't have to talk to anybody is still challenging because you still take on the emotions of people that just literally brush past. In which case, this glass bubble is a magical thing. In these day and age, this day and age, obviously, we can just wear a mask. And that begins to give that sense of protection. Use the mask as like your superhero kind of um, disguise, if you like. And as soon as you put that on, you know that you are protected. It um, takes practice, but this is something that really will help. Another visualization. Let's say you have taken on the emotions of someone else. You've taken on the emotions of another and you're feeling that this energy that you're experiencing is not yours. Visualize taking yourself into that peaceful woodland. You can take yourself back to last week's visualization uh, meditation. 
take yourself back into that peaceful, quiet, beautiful woodland and sit on that soft, dry moss beside the gentle stream and pick up a leaf or a piece of paper that just happens to be there and begin to write in your mind's eye all your emotions that do not belong to you, all the things that you've taken on, onto that leaf, onto that paper. Give all the energy that is not yours to that leaf. And when you are done, you lean down, you place the leaf in the stream and simply watch it float away, down the stream, away from you, taking all that energy with it. And then you're going to breathe. Feel free from that energy. So I hope that this has helped in some way. I know it's not been a meditation, but I'm hoping that I've given you enough techniques and ideas to protect yourself from the external energies that bombard. So thank you so much for joining me. I will see you again next week with a more traditional meditation. Sending you lots of love. Bye.